We're under the microscope this evening. 12 minutes it is before 9 p.m. Now the Competition Commission releasing a statement today welcoming the consent agreement and the order from the Competition Tribunal in their agreement with pick and pay around exclusive tenant agreements uh, which effectively allow these exclusive lease agreements. Uh, an entity like pick and pay to say, I don't want a bakery here, I don't want a liquor store here, I don't want a butchery here. Because Tina is the anchor tenant we offer this. And uh, joined on the line now to make sense of this, uh, uh, yeah, certainly a matter that often divides opinion, uh, the interventions of the competition authorities. Joined by economist, writer and researcher Edira Kabe uh, to uh, talk a, a bit more about this. And does this open the floodgates for large numbers of black-owned SMMEs to have some yeah, floor space in many of our malls? Eddie, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Ayabonga. Good evening to the listeners. Yeah, thanks, man. Eddie, does this open the floodgates now? Do uh, black-owned retailers of all shapes and sizes now have more access to the floor space of some of the big malls? Well, I mean, it certainly does. I mean, it, it's a welcome relief to some of these uh, really anti-competitive uh, arrangements these shops have had for so many years. I mean, mm. it's been blocking too many people from entering the shopping malls. So... I would certainly agree that it's a, it's a welcome, welcome development for many of the people who have always wanted to open, you know, bakeries, stores, butcheries, um, uh, and, and all, all, all manner of, of stores at the, at the shopping mall. So I think it does to a certain extent. Although it's really, I would, I would say, I would argue that it's really late, but better and better late than never. Than mm, never I mm. and, and maybe just, Eddie, before we go further in, I guess, what this will mean, let's maybe take a step back so that many of our listeners might be familiar with yeah. what sometimes happened here where developers and some of these big retailers would come into an agreement sometimes for even 25 years what what was the content of some of these agreements and what was the implication i guess for you know smaller businesses and even for us as consumers well i mean the context is that it, for you to keep on drawing rental from my from 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 me as a big retailer you should not allow anyone else who's going to compete with me in this particular in, in this particular space but of course the implication is that Many of the small businesses who would want to operate in that space, and as well as the consumers, are, are stuffed for choice because you only have only you only have left with one choice to to buy from. When you can actually be buying from too many uh, uh, suppliers or, or, or retailers, and that obviously gives it the benefits of price of price and in competition. So that's the implication basically with all this arrangement. Mm, mm. And now, I mean. I guess we know many of these developers and, uh, you know, these entities, uh, in the case of some of the agreements that might be due, are probably not in an environment where they have, I guess, you know, these malls filled to the brim with tenants. Uh, So there's also that slight complication, which uh, I'm not sure, it might be in the favor of some of the smaller retailers that are going into these spaces. No, it's certainly not going to be because, I mean, at this point in time, we see many of these shopping malls have got too many uh, to let. You know, everywhere mm. you go, you find that there's, there's empty spaces. So it's it really going to be very difficult for, even informally though, I mean, this guy is still talking in the background whether who should, 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 should come in the mall, who should not. So it's not going to be very easy for anyone to just go into the, the, the management, the, the property management and say, I'm looking for a space for a butcher, I'm looking for a space for... But I, I suppose with the agreement that the Competition Commission has struck with, especially with, with uh, ShopRite, is that uh, ShopRite must must report on an annual basis whether they are able to comply with those arrangements. And if they, if they are not, the Competition Commission can obviously... Uh, it, it impose some penalties, and with respect to pick and pay, I suppose what is now made the agreement is that with them is 
they they have relinquished this exclusivity agreement i think up up until 2026 but it's only applicable to small uh businesses which are black owned so mm-hmm. if you are a black person and looking to find a space in one of the malls where the pick and pay is an anchor tenant you are most likely to 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 find space there but i mean the truth is actually will be in the pudding whether you're most likely to to and i suppose the other the other thing is that that market is very saturated at this point in time. Mm. So, and uh, what we also find is that these big shops are now building their freestanding shops. So they are actually trying to move out of the shopping mall. So it, it doesn't really give much confidence that uh, mm. even the small retailers will be able to access space in this sure. in this shopping mall because they are quite quite expensive as well. Yeah, and I guess there's the other debate now, uh, Eddie, which is something that you've raised time and again, which is. Do we really need all of these malls? I mean, one gets a sense that we also have an oversupply of these malls. That's in Nins, in Yani, more than we might necessarily need. Well, I mean, it's the relationship that you just spoke about between the developers and the retailers and mm. about who, who actually is driving development in the country. It's actually the financiers and the developers that actually determine the trajectory of a property development in the country. And up to so far, because shopping malls are able to, to yield the biggest return. So that's why you see financiers will be able will be willing to finance some of the shopping mall in some of the most remotest areas where mm. you actually find that they are actually killing the very I mean the the local businesses. Um, the studies which have been done they found that some of these really big shopping malls are killing the local business because of the arrangement that that <laughs> these retailers have with the developers. And and again because our dysfunctionality of municipalities are un- unable to to, to place conditions on the development of mall so that when a mall comes into the, uh, a particular space, you don't necessarily uh, <coughs> kill some of the pre-existing small businesses within the community. So I think that's where I think the, the weaknesses may be with respect to how this mall has been entrenching themselves in, in some of the very remote areas and, and some of our townships. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that we do need some of the shopping malls because this is where the spaces where this independent, the independent retailers should actually be operating without the the dominance from some of these big retailers. Mm. And, and 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 you know, Eddie, I mean, I guess that's that's the nub of the issue. That um, you know, we shouldn't only be interested, I guess, in front end retail. It's important. It's where we interact uh, with much of what is produced in the economy. It's probably what I would call a channel uh, yeah. for us to be able to get much of what is produced into our cupboards in our homes. Uh, but I guess there's a bigger question mark, which is, you know, what does all of this mean? Uh, because the assumption, some might think that if I set up a butchery right next to a shop, right, that I'm that means I'm going to compete toe to toe. But I probably don't have the type of distribution network that a shop, right, or a spa or a pick and pay has. Yeah, well, I mean, that could very well be true. But I mean, if you look at some of the um, the, the the foreign owned spa shops what they've been able to do is actually to compete toe-to-toe with ShopRite because of the, the they've adopted some of the commercial strategies used by these big retailers. So, uh, as you say, it, it, it's not a matter of, I don't think an independent retailer, which is owned by just one individual, would be able to, to go toe-to-toe with ShopRite. So, but if it's a group of, of, of retailers, of butchery uh, 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 retailers or, 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 or bakeries, Mm-hmm. Because of, if you're able to <coughs> take advantage of those distribution uh, distribution channels, also about buying opportunities, there is, there is some way of actually going to uh, to to compete with with the biggest uh, retailers. So it's just a matter of arra- the commercial commercial arrangements between people who actually 
want to go into to, to this shop so that you don't necessarily uh, approach it as an individual, but as a as a group, perhaps of independent retailers mm. who can who will be able to source from uh, single suppliers. Eddie, when we think about this, um, and I mean, this is not by any stretch of the imagination the only issue in retail. I mean, we've had entrepreneurs on this show who complain about shelving and listing fees, uh, onerous consignment requirements that mess up with their own cash flow. Uh, can we anticipate just going forward, I mean, with the kind of market inquiries that uh, are happening in the ComCom, that we're likely to see these types of uh, orders that effectively curtail what have been happening for many, many decades? Yeah, I mean, the the, the, the the retail market inquiry that was done, I think it was completed in 2019. Yes. To a certain extent, it, that, it did touch on some of these, uh, you know, prohibition, prohibitive practices such mm-hmm. as your slotting allowance and all those things. But I think the commission uh, has been was uh, has been really been very limiting because they, now it looks like they only focused on uh, the ex- exclusive exclusive lease agreement, and then they, did, they actually did not touch on some of these uh, other arrangements that prohibits people from listing their products within these very big big shopping malls. And I think perhaps maybe in the next round of the retail inquiry, if should it come. I think that's where the, the focus should be, so that uh, the people who actually have uh, independent brands would also be able to find uh, some spaces within uh, mm. the bigger shelves in the in the bigger shops, so that it's not only the burden of the of the independent retailers to really be uh, exposing the new brands to the consumers, but because these other these guys, these big guys, have got a much bigger platform, that's where you're most likely to get a big bang for your money because uh, they've got almost they're almost almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I suppose perhaps with the new market inquiry that should be coming, uh, that's where uh, the focus should be. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, as always a pleasure, my brother. And uh, thank you very much for sharing uh, your deep uh, insights on uh, this particular matter with us this evening. Thank, thank you. you very much for your time. All right. That there was uh, Eddie Rakabe, who's an economist, a researcher, and a writer, uh, speaking to us uh, this evening there about um, that order coming through from the Competition Tribunal saying any black-owned supermarket, small business, and specialty store that would have previously been excluded from a shopping mall because Pick and Pay had been the exclusive anchor tenant, well, you're now going to be allowed to set up shop. And uh, we'll certainly watch that closely and what it will mean for people setting up shop in that fashion. But uh, that's where we leave it for this evening, folks. As always, a pleasure to be with you. Have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Nangoku, sisaibanga, le economy.